0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Relationships Revisited. It's good to be with you all again. Today's episode is going to be a couples episode where we discuss more about the survival nature of the animal soul and how it kind of gets stuck because it really does need attachment. It needs connection. It doesn't do well alone. It gets overwhelmed by fear being a human being in a chaotic world is just too much, and connection makes sense at its survival level. But as we're going to see, this is actually quite confusing for the animal soul because it's presented with an inherent dilemma. But before we get there, let me just give a little bit of background in case you didn't hear the previous episode about the two souls that we actually have. We have this animal survival soul, which is preoccupied with survival, which avoids pain at any cost and seeks pleasure at any cost, to substantiate its existence, to actualize its, its existence, to fortify its existence. And there's a godly soul, a divine soul, which has no fear at all. It It is part of God and um, is only concerned with revealing more unity with connection, with opportunities to reveal the inherent oneness of this world and of every aspect of creation. Both of them exist within us, and both of them want relationship. The animal soul desires relationship for reasons I just mentioned, right? for survival purposes, and that attachment inclination, that attachment instinct is wired into the brain. An infant has that attachment instinct from the moment excuse me, that she is born. She has the desire, the need to connect to a caregiver. And then as the child develops, that doesn't go away. It just becomes more complex. And that's very much for survival. It's very much for not being alone in this world and being overwhelmed by existence. So the animal soul does desire connection for survival purposes. The divine soul also desires connection, but for much more loftier purposes. It wants to reveal oneness. It wants to show how, although me and you are separate, we have separate bodies, we have separate experiences, really there is a potential for us to connect and reveal that there is a sacred space between us that unites us. And in our interactions, we're able to grow and prosper in that, in that space and become more godly and reveal more unity and have that emanate outward from us into our family, into our community, and into the world. Okay, but back to the animal soul, the survival soul. Because as mentioned, it is extremely vulnerable to physical, emotional, emotional, and psychological pain. It, th- it, it thinks in terms of avoiding pain and maximizing pleasure. Okay, so when it comes to attachment, like we said, it's wired for attachment and connection. It is much more vulnerable to be alone and isolated. Relationships make sense to it at that level, but as soon as it experiences pain in the relationship, what happens? Now it is a it is very um, conflict, conflictive. Con- no, not conflictive. Conflicting. There's a there's an inherent conflict here. There's a problem. As soon as you do something that causes me pain, the animal soul registers that very deep deeply. And it says, ouch. It says, right, this is a problem because I need you to feel safe in this world. I'm vulnerable to pain. I'm um, I-, I need connection. But now you the person that I thought was here to be with me and and available to me and responsive to me and engaged with me and, and giving me a sense that I'm not alone, now you are a source of pain. And now the animal soul needs to adapt, and it is very adaptive, and it adapts in a protective way. Okay, It will either turn up the volume, so to speak, and protest what's happening, protest the pain, Trying to seek reassurance that uh, to make sense of it, okay, to get back to a better place, or it might turn the volume down to avoid, to to self-protect, to, to distance from the threat. Whether it's with rationalizations or explanations or just shutting down, but it's trying to move you into a better, more secure place. Now, the challenge with both of these automatic adaptive reactions that the animal soul, that the natural soul, that the survival soul employs, is that it's trying to move you into a better place, but the way that it is being done is not vulnerable. It is defended. It is protected. Now, let's say you turn the volume up. So you're trying to to get more information to see uh, to see is this person are you uh, safe for me is this person can I can I do, do I really know you, but now that signal is being sent aggressively. It's protecting the vulnerability, trying to get more information, but it's being done being done in an activated way, and the partner, the person that is on the receiving end of this, does gets confused. It it gets triggered by the by the. The activation by the aggression that, that the intensity that it senses there does not hear any vulnerable need does not hear i'm scared does not hear that i'm i'm feeling all alone it Hears that i'm apparently i'm doing something really bad to make you so upset so this signal just taking one of them this signal of of activation is trying to move the relationship into a more stable place but at the same time is defending itself, defending defending itself from the source of the pain, you. And that does not allow the vulnerability to be seen. And that vulnerability, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, is relational, and it's an opportunity for your person to see you in that place, the place that you need him, the place that you need her. Putting out a welcome mat, opening a window, to connecting to you. That's what you really need. But the signal that is being sent by the nervous system, by the survival soul, does not communicate that. And therefore, guess what? It does not work. Again, it does not work. The survival soul does not have what is needed here. So here's a really important principle to remember, okay? A clear, vulnerable signal to one's partner is likely to elicit a loving response, a compassionate response, assuming the relationship is, I'll is, well, say, a normal relationship or a healthy, a somewhat healthy relationship, okay? A protected, confusing signal to one's partner is likely to elicit the other person's protection, which will create more pain for you and more disconnection in the relationship. So again, a clear, vulnerable signal to one's partner is likely to elicit a loving, caring response. While a protected, confusing signal to one's partner is likely to elicit the other person's protection and lead to more pain. So the godly soul right, needs to step in here. The godly soul, which gets this, which understands that that pain is not a problem. Pain is just part of part of this world that um, is waiting to be a source of more connection. Right. The godly soul needs to educate and support the survival animal soul so that it doesn't get stuck in this dilemma, because this dilemma will keep it. Helplessly stuck because the animal soul will be doing things that it, it feels like it needs to do to move to more safety while not leading to any further connection, not moving you to a place which actually feels better. So our hope is... That with enough, with enough reps and enough learning and enough practice that the animal soul will can and will learn this actually wants to learn this. It wants to become a very, it wants to be, it's a great student and it wants to be able to have its needs met as well. Because remember, it cares about survival. The godless soul just needs to zoom it out and have it see the bigger picture over here of what's where it's getting stuck and what it can do instead. And again, what it can do instead is being given space and um, enough understanding and compassion that it can take the elevator down into a more vulnerable place to see what's really there, to feel what's really there, to be okay with what's really there, which is some type of vulnerable need or feeling that I don't feel safe. I feel scared. I feel alone. I'm scared that I'm gonna lose you. And then reach to one's partner from that place and learn that when does that, that actually gets a much better response. It works and then wants to do more because we do things that work and we don't do things that don't work unless we have no other choice. So this is kind of the educational process that we're working towards. And like I said in a previous episode, that's why your godly soul really is your your best therapist. And it's the part of you that the therapist will align with to create change and move the relationship into a healthier zone to create a more positive dance, a more positive cycle between you and your person. I hope this is helpful, makes some sense, and that it is useful to you and your relationship. Wishing you only blessings and looking forward to being together with you next time here, Relationships Revisited, where we explore the space between.